it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. saying that. I actually don't think my parents ever said it either. I think I just wish they did because <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, right before we started recording, I was saying to Megan, like, I don't know when I'm going to see you next. And she was like, well, you'll just see me when I have a fresher child. <laughs> what? Listen, what's great is when you say fresher child, at least for me, I'm like that newborn scent. That's what I think about. Like you're going to, cause when did you see Carrie? How old was Carrie when you saw her first? Um, Wait, oh my gosh. Was it when I came out to you in January when Avery was at OCS? No. Oh, her baptism maybe. Yeah. She was like, okay. That months. was like November. She was born at end of July. So she was like three, two and a half, yeah. three months. So if you make it out here before two and a half, three months, then it'll be really fresh itty bitty baby. Yeah. And it's like a whole different level of just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll make it out before I then. knew what I was thinking about when I said fresher and I loved, I loved every second of it. <laughs> I was like fresh out of the oven, out of yep. the womb. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Oh, so what are we chatting about today, Meg? Well, so I thought we were going to mutually chat about it, but then I sent Cece these topic discussions, like ideas, and she was like, yeah, I'm doing none of those. I'll interview you about it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, because I will always have something to say about I was everything. Gonna say, but... you, you'll have tidbits here and there. You're just maybe in a yeah. season right now where you're not right now doing those things because- we're going to talk about like how to stay organized and productive because we do a million things at, mm-hmm. like we're, excuse me, wives, but we also have jobs, but we also have lots of jobs. And then mm-hmm. I'm also a mom and our husbands are in the military, which means that we don't really have their help or consistency or availability like the average eight to five job mm-hmm. husband does. So we're going to talk about how to stay organized and productive today. Which I, I definitely love. have, I've yeah, tips you have tricks stuff about this. I'm just probably not living any of them right now. So uh, <laughs> well, I'm, you can I'll give advice from, to myself. Yeah. And you can speak from like past, yeah. past years done well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start All with right. the heck yes, though. Hit me with it. I'll hit you with it. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so while I'm like working on this house, everyone knows each other, which is awesome. So it's like my fence people also know my mortgage people also know the people that are fixing some installation also know the guy that's putting in my second sump pump also know my insurance guy who all know my realtor. And it's like, so funny. Cause it's just like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Just like the, the, like the plumber will be there with the electrician and they'll just coordinate coming at the same time without even so like, they can see each other. <laughs> well, like so that I am like someone only has to open up the house once. Mm-hmm. You oh know, gosh, that's so nice. 
That's so cute. I also have always felt like when you know people or when you work with people that you know, it holds you to like a level of accountability because mm-hmm. there's like a level of pride, like personal pride oh, yeah. in what you do and the people that you know, knowing and seeing what you're doing for someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. I just love that. That's why word of mouth is like my favorite way of finding people. Same. Especially if you're like doing anything for your house or your car, like yeah. you really gotta. Because people gotta rip you off. Yeah, totally. Especially when you're a solo girl doing it. Cars and I houses, know. they'll rip you off. <laughs> when my younger brother is here in two weeks, I'm going to have him go to the, um, I don't know, auto body shop to my left back left break is the only one that Patrick couldn't change. He changed mm-hmm. all the other ones, but it was like rusted or something. I don't know. Yeah, so I have the, telling Avery about it. Yeah. So like I have the brake sitting in my back seat. <laughs> Conveniently. <laughs> yeah. So it just needs to be put on, but I'll go with my younger brother because um yeah, I mean they're not gonna take me seriously. Yeah. So yeah. What are you gonna do? What's your head guess? Um, my head guess is um my Stanley Tumblr. You kind of called it out this morning, but I love this thing. It's 40 ounces, has a straw, fits in cup holders. I'm just going to say it's a dollar an ounce, $40. Yeah, yeah, it's a dollar an ounce, but then you pay it off after you drink one full cup of water because then you're healthier than you've ever been before. And all you really need to do is drink like three of these a day, and then you've got the water that you need for the day. And I drink more than three of these a day. So I am hydrated. Yes. No way to what? Me you drink more it? than three of those a day. Yes. Except they are filled with ice too. So I don't know if that's cheating, but I eat the ice. So I feel like it's not cheating. <laughs> I literally, this does not, I do not leave the house without this thing. Like, Let I me ask it. you this. How Tell many me. weeks have you had it? Since second trimester. Oh, really? I, I took this with me to California. I took this with me to Disneyland. Like I literally took this with me everywhere. I packed it in my suitcase. So that well, I can you know have what? It. You can take stuff like that to places because you have a stroller and yep. you just pop it in the stroller. Yep. It's <laughs> a great thing. Um, our stroller now is like the wheels have like tilted in because we packed so much onto it when we were in Disneyland. So it's it's a really cheap travel stroller. It's not oh, our Uppa baby. Oh my gosh. I know what the Uppa baby. About. Yeah. So but, are you getting a two seat stroller? No. So the one that we, we have the upper baby Vista and that's, we bought that first time with Carrie because we knew we could convert it to a double stroller and you can convert it to a triple stroller. So Whoa. you can have two kids sitting and one kid standing if you need that. Um, but you just have to buy a couple of different like extension pieces and mm-hmm. a different seat. Um, and it becomes a double stroller. So, so do you have that extension? Uh, it's in our shopping cart on Amazon. <laughs> Wait, when's so, your baby shower? Not um, th- uh, not this weekend, next weekend. Okay. So when yeah. this comes out, it'll be a week later. That a week. Yeah. A week later. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. So I'm she's so having excited. a baby shower in Texas. I'm so sad. Yeah. I can't come, but I know, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. I didn't plan it or anything. Um, Claire from finding Philothea is a literal angel. Mm-hmm. Um, and was like, I want to do this for you. And went like, what do you call it? Tires to the road mm-hmm. where she just like hit, what do you call it? What am I trying to say? Megan's like showing me a ramp with her hands, like tires <laughs> to you, the road. Like, like, like go like guns when you put, a like, gears grinding. 
This is why they won't take us seriously at an auto body freaking <laughs> shop. Um, basically, she ran with tires, it. feet to the road, wheels to the road. That's what I said. The first you said tires. That's the same thing. <laughs> you can have a wheel without a tire, Megan. What? Yeah. What's the difference between a wheel and a tire? Like a wheel, like in those old bicycles that are like, you know, the bicycles that you would see that have like the massive wheel and like the old movies and stuff. And it was like a wooden wheel. Oh, okay. That, so that's a wheel. A uh-huh. tire's the rubber part. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Tires. Like, so you could have like a wheel on a car, you know? Yeah. It's okay. okay. You're pregnant. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Basically, Claire, being the angel that she is, ran with it and was like, if you're in the Dallas area and you want to come celebrate Meg and her baby, like, let me know and we'll put together a shower. And she printed out invites. I got my invite in the mail the other day and it's so cute. And she was like, we have people, there are girls that are coming that have like offered to make the cake because they like to make cakes with their husband or they've offered to make like cookies like you know those like sugar cookies with yeah. like detailing and stuff they've offered to make that which I'm gonna learn how to do that because I want to learn how to do that so bad every yeah. time I make cut out cookies I'm like oh this could be so cute if I just knew because yeah I know someone here that she said she would teach me I'm like oh, okay <laughs> that's no, such I'll a, teach you that's such an officer wife thing to know I know um, <laughs> you really should know these <laughs> But yeah, I'm very excited and I'm very like, like humbled by the amount of girls that are local to Dallas. Like, I don't know. I think I know maybe four, there's 37 girls coming. Oh my word. Who's like, where are they sitting at her home? We're coming to going to Claire's house. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. She's opening up her home for this. And I'm, (laughs) I'm like, what in the world? Um, I know maybe four or five of them, um, are you but bringing the rest, Carrie? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Good. Um, and so a lot of these girls, if they have kids, they're bringing their little babies with them Aww. too. It's going to be the cutest thing ever. And I'm really hoping that these girls meet other local Catholic girls and continue yeah. to meet after this. Like, I think that would yeah. be so cool and I will have so much FOMO. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't, it's, it's humbling to me because these girls are wanting to come because they know maybe me or Claire through Instagram and they don't know anyone else coming per se, but they're still willing to come like that's and celebrate you. Yeah. And that's like, that requires stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know? And so I'm like, wow, that's so, that's so generous. Yeah. Really, really cool. So I'm very excited. When people are like, you know, social media is terrible. I'm like, no, God works through social media in massive ways. Yep. This is uh, exhibit A. Yeah. Well, really, this is like exhibit Z. We've been through many. I know. So (laughs) we exist as friends because of social media. So that's exhibit A. Um, But yeah, my second heck yes, I have to shout it out real quick is Avery gave me the last two pieces of bacon this morning. He was making bacon and he was like, you can have these two pieces. And I looked at his plate and I was like, is it because there's none left? Are these the last two pieces? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, that's okay. You, like, you can have it. It's not a big deal. I made a Pop-Tart too, <laughs> you know, the that's butter substitute. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he was like, no, you're the, you're the one feeding our kid too. Like you, you can have the two pieces of bacon. I was like, okay. Okay. Let I don't me like, ask you this. Was it crispy or soggy? It was kind of soggy. Oh, I know. 
I'm like pulling the fat away from it. Ew. So I can eat the meat parts. I know. Beggars <sighs> can't be choosers, but I will tell I you, nothing grosses me out more than translucent. Floppy. Yeah. Yeah. Translucent. Same. It's like, is this a gel? Like, did we even put this on the stove? Yeah. 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 Um, but I really, I don't like eating eggs unless I have like sausage or meat to eat with it. Oh, because eggs are just too bland and like a consistency thing for me, but I know they're good for me. And so the I do have a really funny story. Oh, Sorry not to cut you off, but no, I'm like, I need to hear it. I'm like, my face is turning red right now. Just thinking about it. Oh no. Why am I nervous? Okay. So Oh gosh. So one time there was this guy and Megan's eating the bacon as I see it. Yeah. Um, it was totally floppy. It flopped a little when yeah, I it did. It uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Saw it jiggle. No, so there was this guy and I don't know. I had I had a crush on him and he happened to be at the Chicago airport when I was still living in that area. And he like got stuck there because of snow or something. And it was like 2 a.m. Yeah, you know who it is. (laughs) And it was like 2 a.m. I'm sorry, I need to make it through this story. And he calls me, he's like, hey, like I'm stuck in, you know, O'Hare airport and so I like wake my dad up because I'm living with my dad. I'm like, hey, can I go pick up? Let's call his name Dan. Hey, can I go pick up Dan from the airport? Like he got stuck there and he doesn't have a flight until like tomorrow afternoon. He can stay in our guest room. My dad's like, yeah, totally. So I like go in the middle of the night, pick up Dan, bring him back to the house. And in the morning, we're like making breakfast. Um, and I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> um. like eggs, toast, bacon. And he's like, you know, I'm making the bacon on the stovetop and <laughs> in like a pan. Right. Sorry. As one does. <laughs> and I was like, how do you like your bacon? And he was like, oh, I like it like not well done. Like, I don't like it well done, you know? And I was like, okay same <laughs> why did I say that I like, oh, I'm like no burnt. I've never in my life made bacon that's not burnt I honestly don't know how to make bacon that's not burnt and, <laughs> and, did you have to eat it did you eat it so, you, sorry <laughs> sorry I cannot <laughs> so I'm just like I was so stupid so and there's a two-year-old staring at me through the window right now watching <laughs> me laugh. so I'm just cracking up too because he's like this girl um okay I'm gonna have to cut out some of this laughing so he's like oh yeah I like it floppy I'm like okay yeah me too in my head I'm like why did I just say that why did like I, I just, just committed that? to absolute nastiness yeah so I like open up the top and like okay these are like you know these look good and he's like he looks over he's like those are like raw and I'm like okay yeah they are (laughs) you were really trying to impress this guy that isn't that's amazing so embarrassing he's like I mean those are like raw and I'm like oh yeah totally because you don't know you're like what's the opposite of burnt fresh out the package I don't know 
No, and I'm sitting here saying, like, I know, like, I like them like that too. And so he's sitting there thinking, like, thinking she likes you her bacon eat raw. <laughs> <laughs> you eat bacon fresh out the bag. I'm like, oh my gosh, I I could not have been less smooth. <laughs> and guys, you hear this? This is a moment of um despair and unsmoothness from Cecilia Pappas the woman we all think has it together all the time like I still feel embarrassed thinking about that moment (laughs) he literally thinks you eat it right out of the freezer section yeah Yeah. because I didn't know like I don't know I didn't know and I just was floppy and I was like okay yeah totally and I put the like top back on I'm like what is going on right now pull it together (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh there's so many stories like that and the only way to get smooth and dating is to keep dating yeah that (laughs) is it wasn't even a date like he was just like needed a place to crash and I'm over here like freaking out (gasps) feeding him raw bacon (laughs) good morning sir welcome to my home would you like a piece of (sighs) raw meat (laughs) I know it all started with the lie I'm like, yep. why did I say that? It always Uh-oh. does. Nothing good ever comes <laughs> from lying. <laughs> Just instant shame. I know, I know. All right, what's your heck no? My heck no is I can't, my scalp hurts so easily now. It's like, you know, if you like have tender. it tender. Yeah, it gets so tender so easily. And if anyone knows how to fix this, please let me know because I would, oh, oh. It's okay. Okay, Cece took a drink um, of her coffee or tea and forgot where her mouth was. And it I have a so- hole in my lip. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my my head gets super tender now. So like, I literally used to wear high ponytails all the time for yeah. co- soccer, and I can't do that for very long anymore unless it's a loose one. But then it falls out, and it's like doesn't hold, and I can't like my part is naturally in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so I used to like flip it over the sides all the time, like in college, just randomly. And that even will start to make it tender. Like right now I have it flipped over and the back Braided. part is tender and I just don't understand why it's a pregnancy thing though. Is it? I don't know. Because I feel like it just has been a thing. Like once I left college and didn't consistently put my hair in a high ponytail, my hair like retrained itself and just doesn't like that anymore but I don't well, know I will Maybe say that not. my head I mean I used to wear a high ponytail 30 hours a week because of gymnastics yeah. but like my like I will get a headache after a while now I'm gonna google it okay. um Maybe. tender yeah. scalp pregnancy syndrome oh my gosh it's a syndrome oh my gosh I have a syndrome hormonal changes during pregnancy cause um dermatological changes to the scalp ranging from dry itchy to greasy acne prone these changes can lead to development of worsening okay maybe not um why does my scalp hurt when pregnant increased blood pressure during pregnancy leads to swelling of blood vessels connected to nerve endings wow increase in progesterone hormone causes more natural oils to be produced by your skin um, okay but look at it when you're not pregnant because you said you suffer this too no, it does. I don't like anyone does. You're pulling it back. Your brains are getting crushed by the ponytail. <laughs> but it didn't, but it, didn't it, it shouldn't me during hurt college because, well, yeah, you're used to it, but like, it shouldn't hurt when you move your hair to the side. That's like abnormal. Right. 
that's like oh, that's pregnancy yeah that's for <laughs> sure like um tender yeah Wait, scalp yeah hormonal changes oh also because hormonal changes can send signals to the scalp to increase oil production and to generate new skin cells and it's true you during pregnancy you grow a ton of new skin so if your skin cells are just like working overtime true they're tender. well in your blood your blood volume like doubles or triples or something something yeah. insane that makes sense yeah it does dang okay well then here's to hoping that it's less of a problem in a month <laughs> yeah wow everyone you learned something new am i right <laughs> <laughs> what's your heck no Okay. My heck no is that, so we record these on Thursdays now. So it's Thursday, March 17th, St. Patrick's day, which also happens to be my Patrick's birthday. And yeah. And really heck no to Patrick being born. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> no, my, sorry. Where's I need to, going? Sorry. <laughs> what is wrong with me? My You're just heck, bitter. <laughs> my heck no is that I'm not with him. Mm. So that is a heck no. Yeah. My heck no is that I can't spend. And he's like, so he's in Japan, but they're on a training site for a month out, like not on Japan in a different Island. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if I can say, it. I don't know. So I'm just not, but it's like a tropical Island with like blue water, white Crystal blue water. Beaches. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, wish I was with you. For your birthday on a white sand beach. Right. (laughs) In a bougie hotel. Yeah. Yep. Because sometimes the military will do that where like they will put you up in a really nice hotel for like an offsite training. Yeah. They have like the Marriott Resort. Maybe that's just for um, officers. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Maybe we haven't experienced that yet because I barely got put in a dang TLF temporary living facility when my house was flooded. So... (laughs) I it does make a difference in the military of what it does. your husband is unfortunately yep <laughs> well if you guys stay in Avery will be an officer so like what the thing sure. Avery is going through right now is like you are an officer if you have a college degree correct right that's literally the difference between being enlisted and an officer is whether or not you have a college degree so yeah if we don't get um kicked out then so college degrees matter in the military only because of that not because like your job depends on like what you majored in or whatever right not at all it just is like are you are you getting paid more or not and do you have more privileges yeah based on whether or not you felt like an education and a degree were important to you yeah but it could be in literally anything well also there are guys here doing like like a basic business like we could do fisheries and agriculture uh like so strange yeah but, but I mean, what I will say is like when enlisted guys put in their time, they have like a ton more respect, you know? That is true. Avery's always said that across the board. That's why he hesitated going the officer out for a while. Um, because a lot of times officers are just seen as the guys that went to college and like played it, played it safe almost. But Whereas people will know do by the dirty rank. work. Don't, people would know, right? What, that when he, he becomes enlisted. An yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a different categorization. So it's like enlisted is like E1, E2, E whatever. Officers O1, O2. Officer after being prior enlisted is like O1, E whatever. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. 
you know, sorry, we're getting into the nitty gritty. So, okay. Before we jump into like all organization and productivity and stuff like that, you want to chat about West Coast Catholic? Yes, I do. Okay. So I know we always talk about their rosaries, but they have more than just rosaries on their shop. I don't know if anyone's ever checked out their shop or even, I mean, their Instagram page. Um, they have some really beautiful bracelet stacks that mm. are religious, but don't scream Catholicism. <laughs> like they don't have the Pope plastered on them <laughs> or the saints faces or anything like that. Like they're very minimal and very trendy, um, while still tying into our faith in like subtle ways, which I always find like beauty speaks of the truth naturally and so they're really beautiful and you can naturally share about your faith through them and be reminded Mm -hmm. of your faith through them while feeling beautiful wearing them um so they do that really really well over at west coast catholic and they gave us a code for you guys to get 10 percent off heck 10 h-e-c-k all caps one zero for 10% off, you can directly shop on westcoastcatholic.org, um, or you can check them out on Instagram at West Coast Catholic. We'll have all of this in our show notes as well, but we love Mari and Trey and what they're doing. So awesome. Yeah. Love a good bangle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> bangle made me think of those really fat, like rhinestone, <laughs> like clasp open and clasp shut bracelets. <laughs> I remember those like plastic ones too and I would fit I mean up to my elbow oh yeah you guys remember silly bands yep yeah had a million of those as well pretty sure my blood circulation got cut off wearing oh yeah I used to trade those yep whipper bucks oh I would just trade them for different silly bands you were no no (laughs) so in middle school we had these things called whipper bucks and because our mascot was the whippers and they were like these purple, like, I don't know, they would like, it's like the school cash or whatever. And so like once a month they would have the whipper store and you could buy different snacks, food, binders, whatever at the whipper store. And so I would get these silly bands and trade the ones I already had for whipper bucks. <laughs> so and what would you buy? Well, you could buy a whole pack of silly bands at the whipper store. You are a genius. <laughs> Why was no one else doing that? I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. This speaks so much to your personality and what you do for life. I know. <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah. So anyways, what were you talking about? Um, bangles. Bangles. <laughs> oh, bangles. bangles. Yeah. Oh yeah. But there was, I mean, the adrenaline rush of opening up a new pack of silly bands from Walgreens was unlike anything. Oh yeah. Cause you never knew what all you were going to get. You would try to figure out sometimes through the clear back packaging, but it was so hard to tell. Yeah. You really didn't know. Well, also most of the time the packaging wasn't clear. Oh, we got into them in Germany. And so a lot of the times you could kind of tell they had like, oh. clear, I, at least that's what I'm remembering. Maybe that's totally wrong. Cause I have a habit of remembering things that didn't actually okay. ever happen. So <laughs> but it's a, I have a habit of not remembering anything at all. So <laughs> I just make stuff up and then convince my, like it becomes a memory. And it's like, that never happened, Meg. Like that should not even be existing <laughs> in your brain. I told people for, I think I've maybe shared this on the podcast. Yeah, I before, think you did. But, but Avery still makes fun of it. 
fun of me for it. I literally told people before Avery and I were married that he wanted to be a dad so bad that he dressed up as a stay-at-home dad for Halloween once. Never happened. Not true. <laughs> it never happened. He dressed up as Jim from the office. Not a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> so I, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just really wanted to pump up his ego. Well, maybe you like saw a photo of him and you were like, or, he looks yeah. like a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's where my brain went. I feel like that's what happened. Yeah, that is. We'll make that up. All right. Thanks. That's yeah, the that new also story. probably never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. The lie keeps developing. <laughs> the plot thickens. Okay. <laughs> Organization. Right. Productivity. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Two words we love, but okay, that require so- consistent work. <laughs> Obviously, like everyone and their mother would would tell you, like you need a morning routine. You need a morning routine. You know, yeah. And I think when you're a parent, there's a more routine because your kid wakes up at the same time. Yep. So there's like a like a kid holding you to that routine. Yep. Versus like me, I can be so flexible, and I like to put there's like three things I do a day. And then like those things can go scattered wherever they go, you know? Right. right. Um, so anyways, there's different ways to approach it. Um, it's just like, okay. Um, my partner, Erin, uh, she's seriously a genius and she has this whole like theory of time, but the way she describes time is like a bookshelf. Like some bookshelves can be totally crammed in a book crammed in every single corner, every single on top of other books, perpendicular, Mm -hmm. like you can cram as many books in on a bookshelf, or you could do like a ton of books at the top and like decor on the bottom with some more open space, Mm -hmm. or you could mix it all in where you have some open space here, some books there, like, you know, a little figurine there and, and like decorate it different ways. Or you could do like more of the books on the bottom and then like decor on the top. Right. So many different ways to plan it. Um, and there's not like a right or wrong, but it's just however you want to plan that bookshelf. How do you want it to look? I don't want yeah. mine cluttered, but <laughs> we're like a nice, cute, minimal bookshelf. Mine's more like books on top, books on the bottom, and then like open space in the middle. Yeah. That's how yeah. I like to work, but yeah. Well, and I agree with you on the whole morning routine because that was kind of like harp. You hear it all the time. Like you should have a morning routine. The only way to stay productive and consistent is to have a morning routine, but I truly didn't until I became a mom. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I thrive with the morning routine. But prior to that, I didn't, it didn't do anything for me. And it actually made me more miserable feeling like I had to wake up every day at 6am for this. So on so morning routine that everyone harps on when I had the flexibility to not do that. And I had the ability as someone who didn't, who wasn't tied to a job mm-hmm. at a certain time. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't like that. So it definitely comes with different seasons and you have to figure out what works best for you. Yeah. Cause like, okay, if you do have a a set schedule for work, like you should have a morning routine because that is the only way that you won't be so scattered, you know, right. Right. You have a nighttime routine and a morning routine. Yes. Yeah. Something that I do think really helps to hold you accountable. For instance, for me, when I lived in old town was 6 30 AM mass, because Mm. it was like, you know, you, you were still hold, held accountable to waking up at the same time every day and going to bed at the same time, right. um, which is really nice 
you're just going to go through, you know, seasons of like what that routine looks like. Like Meg, your routine's about to get disrupted in like oh, yeah. five seconds. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> 0.5 seconds. I will be birthing on this podcast, y'all. <laughs> I know we said home birth, but we also said live, live podcast of home birth. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, um, well, that. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't. Um, <laughs> but so nighttime routines are a really good point too, though, because that is what, and I think Leodaro talks about this a good bit too, but like people, I'll use Sundays, for example, Sunday morning mass, especially when you have kids for a lot of people it's hectic. It's always the, we don't want to be late. We don't want to be late. We're always late. We're always late. And mm-hmm. so Saturday evening, matters so much in how Sunday goes Saturday evening you lay out their outfits you figure out what we're doing for breakfast you do all of that beforehand so then Sunday comes and you can actually enjoy it and actually be on time without the stress of you constantly being late like you have been in the past Mm -hmm. that plays into every single other day so every single night and this may seem psycho but it helps me so much I lay out the hours of my day eight to 10 on Monday, I have my sitter come. So eight to 10 sitter, mm-hmm. what am I going to get done in that eight to 10 time frame? Yeah. After that, what am I going to do? So 1030, Checklist. what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. 12, 12 o'clock lunch, 1230 carry nap during Carrie's nap. What am I going to get done after that? What needs to be done in the house? Laundry vacuum. I mean, are Carrie and I going to go on a walk? Like what's something we can do today? That's fun. That's not housework. That's not an errand. That's not work for me. And then meal. What am, what are we going to have for dinner? What am I going to make? I already know that. I already know my whole day ahead of the day happening. So <laughs> then when I wake up, I know what is on my list of to do's that is the key been prioritized. Yeah. So then I'm not scatterbrained. So then I don't feel like I haven't gotten anything done because right. I'm slowly, but surely checking things off because I've been reasonable in lining up what I'm able to get done that day based on a sitter, not having mm-hmm. a sitter, um, based on what errands I have to do or appointments that I have. So that like, if I didn't do that, my life would be a mess. It would yeah. be hectic and nothing would get done. And I would feel frustrated because I'd feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be maximizing my time during naps or during sitter or any of that. Well, you and would be would laying there at out. night, stressed right. out with everything you have to do the next day. Right. And it would just be a vicious cycle. And then I would also start to take out this frustration or this feeling of like, I can't ever be productive or I can't ever stay on top of things in my life on my husband and kids, which right. like, isn't fair because you can totally control that. Right. You just have to lay something out every night. It takes like five seconds and then everything's already out and on paper and you can sleep really well. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can sleep great. <laughs> So nice. It is so true. Like having it on paper. And I used to be so, I think it's because my dad like pushed it of like, have a to-do list, have a to-do list. And just being as like, you know, a teenager, you wanted to do the opposite, but mm-hmm. you know, as I've gotten into it, just like having a to-do list really is everything. And I know some people are anti, but honestly, I think it's just because they've never found the right medium to have that to-do list. Yeah. So for instance, like I like to put my to-do lists virtually. So I either have them like in my um, calendar as like an event, it's like to do, and then I click on it and it's like bullet pointed, like the things I want to get done that day. Um, Because I can put like, you know, 
what I'll do is like that to do. And then I'll put like the email link that mm. it was like, you know, if I need to respond to someone, I'll already have the email link there. So then I just click on, so I don't have to find anything, you know? Um, yeah. Another thing that, I mean, I am a Google calendar fanatic. I love Same. it so much. <laughs> could I not mean, do life without. My no, Google I calendar. really couldn't. And when people are like, I use Apple calendar. I'm like that little dot on the calendar yep. is not sufficient. It tells it's me not that I have coordinated. I know it's not. I could either be one thing to do that day or 50 things. And it just has one dot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the heck? This makes and no then sense. there's no continuous, like if I'm on a vacation, I want to see the continuous line of that vacation yeah. with the appropriate things underneath it. Apple uh-huh. calendar don't, does not do that. And I want to see the week Monday through Sunday, yes. you know, going yeah. down. Oh my yeah. gosh. It just, I love like, and it, there is kind of a learning curve to it, but once you get it, you have yeah. it. You have and it and it's so amazing. worth it. And so oh, yeah. that attaches to your phone obviously. Um, and then another thing is called the Microsoft to do app. Wow. There's a lot more I had to say than I thought. Um, yeah, Microsoft, I don't even use that. <laughs> so if you have like a, um, a corporate job or whatever, this will really save your butt it. Or if you work for yourself, what I love about it is you can put it on your computer and you can put it on your phone and they'll attach. Mm. So like I use Apple notes a lot for a lot of things, but I also use Microsoft to do, and, um, you can have, like, you can color coordinate it. You can put different, like you can attach, um, like photos to different notes and stuff. And like, it's just really, really great. So if you have a job where you're keeping track of multiple projects, you can use that. I love it. Or if it's like, oh, I need to check in, like this person bought this thing and I need to check in three weeks later. Like Mm. you can put a note to like a reminder pop up like three weeks later, Um, things like that. And then the other one, I would say if you're working on projects with other people, so like when I've had assistants or interns or whatever, um, or working on projects with multiple people virtually, I use Trello. Um, mm, we use that before. Yeah. Yeah. So you can like move projects along and see what process they're in. So like when I've worked with graphic designers, that's how I liked to use that to see where they were right. and, you know, whatever. Right. So but that, so that specifically is what works for you. A lot of yours is virtual for me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of yours is like calendar oriented and like uh-huh. connects to computer and phone. My, for me, that's not, it's not identical to that. And that's why you have to kind of figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. So at night I put my, my daily like hourly day for the next day on my notes on my phone, Mm -hmm. because I know I have my phone on me all day, anywhere I go, it's easy to pull up that note and just erase things as I go throughout the day. And that like motivates me to continue to stay productive. Crossing something off your to-do list is the best thing in the world. Uh Um, and then I also can attach a link to the meal that I'm making that night from Pinterest to that note and just open it up later as I'm making dinner. Um, So that's what I do for that. But I do Google calendar, but that stays on my computer. I do not have that on. No, I totally do. I think I have it on my phone too, but I don't like looking at it on my phone because it's so small and I like the month view for me. And so I try not to look at that on my phone because my Google calendar too is way more work specific. It's not got it work and vocation and errands. Mm-hmm. Um, it's work and appointments pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so that stays on my computer. And then I also have this one saved my butt. 
I have a master list of all the things that I want to get done, whether it's work, whether it's a house project. I mean, it's baby per stuff what, coming a month up. or no, just... no, no, just a master list okay. so that it's all out of my head so that it's all on paper. So I don't forget about it. Brain dump. That's pen and paper. Yeah. And if I ever like start to cross off a lot from that list and my list starts to look kind of messy because I've got cross off stuff and new stuff, I just rewrite it mm-hmm. and it re- reiterates to me what I still have yes. to get done and what I've already gotten done. And that's just on a piece of paper on my desk so that I have it all out of my head. Because I think that's the one of the biggest things when you do a lot of things and you have people to also be responsible to and husbands and all this stuff going on. Megan has multiple husbands. So yeah. Yeah. Um, surprise. Uh, <laughs> she's Mormon. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, Mormon sister LDS. Wives. FLDS. Oh, no. What would it be? No. Not sister wives. I don't know. Yeah. Sister wives. Yeah. But I wouldn't have multiple husbands. He would oh, just yeah. have multiple wives. So it'd be sister, brother, husbands. I don't know. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's why they really moved to Alabama. (laughs) Exactly. It's a culture here. Um, No, but the biggest way for clarity and for continued organization and just for like peaceful routine is to get stuff out of your head. Mm-hmm. because the more stuff that sits in your head, I mean, that overrides your mentality. Cause you don't have space to think through things, to right. rationalize things, to realize that that emotion isn't necessary in that moment because you've just got too much in your head. So yeah. Having stuff cluttered, you, you feel stressed out. Cause you're like, I have so much to do, but yeah. it's like, no, it's just cause it's all sitting in your head. Mm-hmm. I will say like house tasks and like to do's like, you know, call the doctor, like, you know, call internet and fix this Mm -hmm. or like call the phone. Like that is so much better to write down because it's like, yes, tasks more so than projects. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, I do like writing those things down because yeah, it's just just a place. It's also, it's also like when you like (laughs) buy cubbies for your pantry to put things in Yes, to organize, like it gives everything a place to live. That's not your brain. And it declutters everything so you okay. can breathe. I was looking on Amazon yesterday. I'm like, and I want this for my spice drawer. And I want this. <laughs> you need to make a registry. Almost like, like, like a second wedding registry. But like a, I'm living on my own. My husband's deploying. Help me registry. I will support that. A desperate registry. <laughs> yeah. I'll support a feel that. bad for me registry. Yeah. <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. Sympathy (laughs) registry. Yeah, exactly. Oh my (laughs) word. That's so funny. No, I'll have to make like an Amazon, um, not a registry, but like a a list or whatever it's called. Yeah, so you guys can see like what I've been purchasing because yeah, it's been a lot, a lot, a lot of things, but they're cute. Yeah, mostly not mostly stuff that's not new, which has been awesome. Yeah, a lot of it's used your Facebook marketplace. Yeah, Um, there's this like cute, um, full bed for one of my, it's like a pottery barn full bed from, for one of my guest bedrooms, Aww. um, that the frame is like in the area my little brother lives in. So I think I'm going to ask him to pick it up for me and nice. like bring it down when he comes down in two weeks. So nice. I'm like, you got to take done. advantage. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also something random when you talked about like making dinner there, this could totally be done outside of the podcast, but maybe you guys want to know it's called instant pot, garlic, brown sugar, chicken. It's so Ooh, good. It's so good. I've made that before you did. Okay. Yes, and it's literally it's so just good. chicken thighs mm-hmm. and like, you just whip it in the crock pot. Yep. 
or not or instant pot, pot. sorry instant, instant pot. pot yeah so yep. easy oh I've made it in the crock pot but yes you can yeah same thing put it over rice so I was like I wasn't sure if it was gonna taste too sweet but it yeah, I ended it up good. adding more honey yeah yeah it was really it was good. good um I think another thing that oh there were two oh how to stay on top of daily chores so something I always think about is when you came out to visit for Carrie's birthday and Avery went to go pick up the guys from the airport. Carrie was asleep. You and I finally had like hours of just like, Oh, what do we want to do? Like, we're uh-huh. not entertaining. We're not cooking for anyone. We're not, <laughs> we could probably get work done because we could always probably get work done, but it was like, uh-huh. do we want to put a movie on? Do we want to? And I was like, we'll just clean the house later. Like, don't even worry about it. And you're like, Meg, it's going to take 10 seconds. And I was like, Oh, you're so but we did it we cleaned the house in literally 10 seconds and I remember waking up the next morning and Zhang having gotten back to the house after we'd all fallen asleep and everything with Avery and he'd come back with Austin and Nick and all the guys finally came back Zhang that next morning said I walked in and was like do they have kids like your house is so clean. It looks so nice. And I was like, Oh, thanks. And I was like, that would not have happened if we hadn't taken 10 seconds to just tidy up real quick. And every single time I just think about that, I'm like, it takes 10 seconds. And I think there's this whole trend of like, well, my house is just messy because kids live there. And that's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. And I agree. It's a beautiful thing. And you do have to let go of like the pride of always having a perfect home. But I also think there's something to be said for taking care of the things that you're given and taking mm-hmm. care of the things that you own, because that mm-hmm. speaks to whoever enters about their, what they're worth, what they're, I mean, especially your kids and your husband, like they're worthy of a house that is taken care of. They mm-hmm. also need to know, at least your kids do specifically, they need to know that this is something they shouldn't take for granted and that this is something that they should yeah. take care of. Um so I think about that in regards to daily chores and it's like, no, after dinner, we are cleaning the kitchen so that when we wake up the next morning, it is yes. not a mess. And we can do it for your clean. future self. Do yeah. it for your yes. future self. Yes. Yeah. Literally. So good. Um, there was something I was going to say is like, yeah, when we, so like, I love the idea of hospitality, which it, I'm Same. so excited to, you know, have my own house now to be able to just, just completely own that. Yeah. Um, but like the idea of hospitality for your husband, like, I think there's this whole, like yeah. you want to host, you know, your, your in-laws or like, you want to host, you know, your like girlfriend or like even just like some girls for a Bible study or whatever. And you want the house to be clean and like, you want it to be w- welcome mm-hmm. and like to have it smell good and like have a candle mm-hmm. on and like, you know, maybe some music in the background and like good, good food and little bites to eat right. out and like maybe a drink waiting for them or whatever it is, maybe some lemon and water, like sitting right. in a glass, like whatever it is, whatever that thing is for hospitality, like how can you be hospitable for your husband, like right like, daily. Yeah. Yeah. Like what is the best way to, to have him walk in and like it, I don't know what the term would be, but like great hospitality in your own home for him. Right. Right. And that's something that, I mean, obviously I'm a newlywed. I don't know what it would look like, you know, as time goes on a year later or whatever, but I loved when like I was able to have dinner ready and like a candle on and like have right. the whole kitchen be really, really clean. And like, yep. you know, it just feels so good 
because it feels so feminine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you you just had the ability to create a whole mood and atmosphere Mm -hmm. and and set the night on a right, like on the correct note. Yep. It's like the whole, it, it's like Dr. Laura's courses, um, Mm -hmm. the proper care and feeding of husband, us women don't realize how much in control we are of the atmosphere of our homes Mm -hmm. and the atmosphere of our marriage, just on like little things that we choose to do or not to do men respond to women they do they do and we like we have a lot more power than we think or than we care to take note of um and that is literally the best thing in the world is having a house clean for your husband obviously it's not going to happen every single time obviously there's going to be seasons when i'm postpartum Mm -hmm. hell no we're eating takeout and he's picking sorry no When I'm postpartum, heck no, we're eating takeout. He's picking it up. Like he's bringing it home. The house is probably going to be messy. Um, we'll use paper plates. Cause then maybe we won't have dishes to do. Like we'll figure uh-huh. out things, but when you have like a routine and you've gotten into like right now we're in a routine with Carrie and we have our times when he comes back from work or school and I know when to expect him and I can have things prepared for him. It is the best feeling in the world. And it's a game. It sets the mood for like even intimacy and romance in your marriage. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that because it, oh, sorry. Like a cluttered exterior is going to clutter your interior. And so you're definitely not going to have even like the mental capacity to be present to your husband. Like for right. me, if stuff is cluttered all over, I feel lazier. And so I'm going to yep. dress lazier. I'm going to show up lazier. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it really does like your ex, my, especially women, I think our yes. environment means so much more than men. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to speak for all men, but our, like my exterior affects me so yep. much. Yep. Like right now, my stuff is scattered in three different places in mm-hmm. some moving company in the middle of the ocean on the way to Japan in <laughs> like, like at my neighbor's house, at my yeah. house, like there's just stuff everywhere. And so this scattered exterior brings such a scattered interior. Mm-hmm. And like, there are like, that's, that is in a way an excuse, but just the natural scatteredness comes along right. with like having cluttered clutter like you feel cluttered and so you can't be I don't know it just really does affect the way that you show up to people when we've talked about it too we hear things screaming at us to get done yeah if they're not taken care of so like we will hear a voice from the dishes on the counter saying hey we're dirty we've been sitting here for 24 hours like clean us put us away Mm -hmm. and then there's also the voice of our husband saying hey can you come help me like our kid just threw up. And then there's the voice of the laundry in the basket that's been sitting there for two days. And it's like, Hey, you still have to fold me. You haven't done anything. How lazy are you? And you hear (laughs) all these voices all day Mm -hmm. and you go mad. Yeah. Like you can't. And then imagine having multiple kids voices. Mom, watch us. us." Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's why you have to have like a master list. That's why you have to lay out your day before your day happens. That's why you have to do daily little chores to just keep things going. You vacuum daily, just do it. It'll take literally two seconds, but then your floor will never be screaming at you. That Mm -hmm. will be a voice you can shut off, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, and there's this like, like be a professional at everything you do. Mm -hmm. You're putting away dishes, be a professional at it. Yep. You're, you know, vacuuming, be a professional at it. You're 
you know, folding clothes, be the, like a professional at that. You're a yeah. stay-at-home mom, be a professional stay-at-home mom. Yeah. You know, like when people are like, oh, I'm just a mom. I'm like, be a professional mother. Mm-hmm. Like you can be. And mm-hmm. like put yourself to that standard, you know? Right. Um, and, and another thing, <clears throat> excuse me, I was going to say is like, when my house is cluttered, I don't open up the shades and it just is like dark. Yeah. Like, does anyone... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, does anyone have that happen when it's like, when your house is just kind of like cluttered and like, you need to vacuum, like there's just things to do and stuff is everywhere and you're just too busy to do it or whatever mm-hmm. happens. I don't open up the shades. I just leave it dark because I'm yep. like, I don't well, want to see it. I don't want to have it feel like light and airy because it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's really funny that you say that. And you mentioned that because that's the first thing I do every morning. I open up the shades on each side of our bed and I make our bed. That's the first thing I do every morning. Then I go downstairs and I open up all like eight of those shades in the living room because the sun comes in from that way. And yeah. I want to see the clean house that I've cleaned the day before <laughs> So that I can enjoy breakfast and it's a peaceful atmosphere and it sets the, sets the day up on the right tone. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the exterior part that you're talking about too, like sweatpants don't scream productivity and a go-getter attitude. Yeah. It's amazing what a pair of jeans will do. (laughs) Dude. Or I mean, yeah, literally anything other than sweatpants and a sweatshirt. And it's so tempting to throw on, especially if you're a stay at home mom or you're pregnant or you're both. It's like, Oh, just throw that on. It's comfier makes more sense. I can get messy. I don't really care, like whatever, but I swear to you, your mindset like flips the minute you put something more Mm -hmm. dignified on or more important, the things in your day suddenly become more important and Mm -hmm. more worth your quote unquote professionalism that you're talking Mm -hmm. about. It's like, Oh, all of a sudden I have an event to show up to. I have Mm -hmm. this day to show up to. Um, and it changes, it changes how you changes, which is also why I love mass in the morning. Yeah. Because it forces you to actually get up and put clothes on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, and then you're just ready for the day. Um, yeah, this is really good. And the other motivated, I know (laughs) (laughs) Um, one random thing I was going to say is that I was with someone, I was having coffee at her house, um, two days ago and she was saying that her family, she has six kids and her family has a Lent jar. And so not only do they all personally pick something to do for Lent, but they do something as a family. So every morning, like they had this whole day before Lent and they would like write things on pieces of paper and put it in a jar. So like things like, you know, um, go get donuts and pay for the people behind us for almsgiving, like different almsgiving and like different, um, the pillars uh, of Lent. Yeah. The pillars of Lent, what almsgiving, uh, uh, why can't I think, um, everyone's probably screaming in their fasting, fasting and almsgiving. Yes. Or it's like, um, you know, give today at church and make it hurt. Like, (laughs) you know, for the almsgiving or things like, um, you know, do your, do your, um, do your chores that like mom would typically do or Mm. like do your siblings chore without saying anything. Yeah. Um, like things like that. And so they'll like pick it out in the morning, like Mm -hmm. as a family before they go to school and and like, yeah. And like seeing it's like very much this, like, like we're a team, like we're in this together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just love that. And so I wanted to share it because I'm like, Oh, I never want to forget that. Right. Hold on to that for later. Yeah. We always did this. um, I think you can print them out, 
but it was like sheets of these little eggs that had little things on it um, uh-huh. where it was like, do the dishes or vacuum. Oh, you put them in or- eggs? Well, no, no, no. It's like these little eggs on this paper. It's just a drawing of an egg. It's a white egg with the words of whatever you're going to do that day. And so each one of us kids would get like three or four, however many you needed to do one every day of Lent. Uh And we would spend time decorating the eggs with colored pencils and stuff. And then throughout Lent, we would pick one out. That would be our thing for the day. And you would tape it to like a poster board and you'd see all these colorful Easter eggs like line up on this poster board. But I love specifically what your girlfriend's doing because it's a team effort thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, now it's like what Mario was talking about back when we were recording about Lent with her, how if you attach someone else to what you're doing, it becomes a lot easier and becomes a lot more meaningful. And Mm -hmm. so the fact that they all know that this is the thing we're doing today holds all of them accountable to it. And then it becomes a lot more meaningful for them. Like they're going to remember this forever and they're, it's going to pop up when like they decide to pay for someone's donuts later Mm -hmm. in life, just spontaneously, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love that. I know. I thought that was awesome. Another thing, one last thing I want to share. Um, I was talking to a priest and I was talking about, let me just pull up the text. Um, okay. I was talking about like, uh, I was asking him more questions about like a husband's blessing to his wife. Mm. And he was like, I can attest that a husband blessing his wife is practically as powerful as a priest laying hands on you. What? He was like, I've had several Sprints situations. Out of the room. <laughs> I know I've had several situations where parents, especially the father has seized authority and has had key in liberation of a child, like, like of the devil. And he's wait, like, I've also wait, seen- say that again, one more time. I've had several situations where parents, especially the father has seized, has seized their authority, uh, okay. like seizing their, their like the it's husband seizing up, his own authority. Blood. Um, has been key in liberation of a child. So like seizing his authority as like the man of the household and being able to bless his children and bless his wife. Like if a child was under some sort of um, a demonic oppression, like the, the father had a massive role in liberating the child from some sort of oppression. Wow. And he said, he's also seen the same for liberation of spouses. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, I was asking him like, what are some suggestions or prayers or whatever, because Patrick will do in Latin, may the blessings of the, may the blessings of almighty God, the father and son, and the Holy spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Yeah. That Latin, was the one you sent us and that yeah. we started doing too. Uh-huh. And like just at night with like mm-hmm. oil, holy water, or, yeah. yeah, holy water, um, whatever. But yeah, he was saying, um, he could also use and alter stuff from the Ripper Girl book, like, um, the deliverance prayers for the laity black book mm. by father, Chad Ripper. Um, you can get it on Amazon, but like he was saying like, um, it's like part of the marital contract that you exchange bodily rights. So his body belongs to you and yours to his technically speaking. And like, if demons were to afflict the body, um, like his body or my body, like, therefore we could tell in, in place of each other's bodies for the demon to leave. 
Wow. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, that makes sense. Like that's and how powerful the, marriage yeah. is. Well, and the same thing made sense when you were talking about like a father seizing the authority that he has over his mm-hmm. children um, and mm-hmm. the power that that has. And it's like, yeah, no duh. Like that makes sense. We just don't, we so easily forget the like authority and responsibility that we have when we get married to mm-hmm. each other and our mm-hmm. children. And then we also just so easily forget the very realness of Satan. Yeah. She's like, oh, he's just like a, like, he just makes me sin and Thought lie sometimes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Wow. Okay. We have yeah. not done that in a hot second, but we did it for like a week straight and it was the coolest thing ever. Um, <laughs> but like the graces that come from that and right. like the fact that, um, maybe I'll try to, ha- I'll, I'll ask this priest if maybe he'll come on the pod would be so cool. and talk about stuff like that. Um, he's just so interesting, but yeah, I, I mean, it's incredible. Like the power of consecrated hands mm-hmm. is, I mean, I, I don't know. I might be wrong about this. I can't remember what it was specifically, but the power of consecrated hands, it was like something like it's just as powerful as like a first-class relic. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard yeah. that too. Yeah. So the fact that, okay, if a first class relic is just as powerful as consecrated hands is just as powerful as a husband's hands laid on his wife. Right. (laughs) And like in culture, it's like husband's hands laid on, like laid hands. Like we don't mean like abusive. We mean like like praying over. In a blessing, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) But like, that is awesome. So like some dioceses during confession, if they're face to face, the priests will lay hands on you when giving absolution. Mm-hmm. Some dioceses they train their priests like that. Some don't, but I think that's really cool because yeah. like consecrated hands mean a lot. Well, and our priest here has said before, like we are physical beings. There is an importance to touch. Jesus touched the man that was blind, he touched his eyes and healed him. Like there is a level of intimacy and importance and power with touch and physical touch. So yeah, I also think it's cool that they would lay their hands during absolution. And I mm-hmm. think it's cool that like the laying of hands has like a divine consecrated power to it. Same thing with totally. husbands laying their hands as a blessing on their mm-hmm. wives and on their kids and all of that. Like it biblically and traditionally just lines up with our faith. It yeah, just makes sense and follows suit. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, cool. I want to bring it back. I want to bring it back where like, it's, it's normalized that husbands would bless their wives mm-hmm. because the graces and protection that come from that. It's like, why not? Right. Well, and I've always heard too, and Avery and I have listened to podcasts where like the husband is the first gatekeeper of the home. If he is not watching that door, then it's wide open. Yeah. And whatever wants to enter will enter. And there's stats showing if the husband doesn't go to church, the kids most likely won't be practicing. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, at all, we could have a whole podcast I know. just on this. Husbands yeah. are so like, like father Vital. figures are so, so, so important. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> happy we will St. Patty's Day. Yes. Um, well, I, this will come out later. Yeah. But it is have a drink for us. Yeah. Take a shot for Meg. Um, <laughs> go get a go get a beer. I don't like. I've never liked beer, but 
I'm, I might Irish get thing. a one of the last shamrock shakes of the year I've had one oh, gosh but, yeah. are they mint yeah it kind of tastes like really good toothpaste ew I don't want that but it's really good it's really good though it's really good all right we're wrapping this right. up 312-775-2615 call in with your heck yes heck no you're wanting the dang heck moments make it funny make it short make it hurt and um <laughs> from laughing you know make it oh hurt. I was like what the crap I need to connect the dots more <laughs> and we will see you next week on the what in the dang heck podcast bye, bye. we both did this <laughs> I Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.